Welcome to Business Ninjas, brought to you by Write For Me, where you'll hear from business leaders who are out there growing their business and slaying it every day. Learn from the masters. Let's get started. Hey, everybody. Welcome back for another episode of Business Ninjas. I'm here today with Rachel Schaefer. She's the Managing Director of Global Partnerships at Concentrix. Rachel, welcome to the show. Hey, thanks for having me. Yeah, excited to have you. So, Rachel, why don't you start and tell me a little bit about yourself? Well, first off, I feel like I should have a microphone and be official <laughs> like you. So I am going to be putting that on my Amazon list like as soon as I do. <laughs> I think it adds like a level of officialness to this whole thing. Legit. <laughs> yeah, no, you're like legit, like you're a real podcaster. So hi, I'm Rachel. I live in Coltec, New Jersey. I uh, have been in the technology space for a little over 11 years, I would say. Before that, I was in the residential commercial finance world. I have four kids between my husband and myself, none together. I'm a competitive equestrian. I enjoy boating, working out sometimes because I also love food. So in order to love the food so much, I have to work out so I don't look like an Oompa Loompa. And what else? I think that's pretty much it. My my world revolves around my family, horses, boating, and and then work. That's fantastic. So talking about work, tell me a little bit about Concentrix. Sure. So we are the probably the second largest global CX solutions provider in the world. We have a global footprint. We just merged with a company called WebHelp. And with that merger brings uh, additional clients, I think another 2,000 clients, but Concentrix, barring the web help integration, we're a $6 billion company, 1,000 clients, 130 of the Fortune 500 uh, global clients. We've got uh, like 35 years is our longest client relationship. So we're wow. in 50 countries, six continents, and we process information solutions in over 70 languages. Holy cow. Tell me tell me a little bit more about, you know, the services that you guys offer. That's that's a phenomenal, you know, portfolio that you've got going. Sure, sure. So we are known for a BPO business process outsourcing company. So we put butts in seats all over the world. Some of the largest brands and companies that you know, if you call their help desk, you're getting one of our agents. So we have a whole BPO side of the the house, right? So we do agents and then the technology wrapped around those agents to service those clients. Mm -hmm. And then we have a consulting design and strategy arm. So design, build, run. And so we take the expertise that we have with the hundreds of thousands of agents that we manage on a regular basis. And we incorporate that into other companies. So we help them with their CX. We help them with their cloud migration. We help with their digital self-service, voice of the customer. We have some really great partners too, like Amazon, Salesforce, Apple, Adobe, just to name a few, Avaya. And we help with marketing solutions, analytics, uh, mobile and web development. So there's a lot of things that we do, excuse me, all around cloud migration and, and just kind of helping. Uh, we've got, and we're pretty much in like the major industries, automotive, banking, healthcare, retail, technology, hospitality. So that was going to be my next question, kind of talking about supporting that experience. I said, I imagine there's got to be like, you know, obviously 
some specific industries, but that's interesting. Do you find that um, in all of those industries, there's one that tends to be a little bit larger than others? Well, I think we do a lot in BFSI. We do a lot in retail. Mm -hmm. We've got a lot of healthcare clients. And so I, I would say that, yeah, I would say retail, BFSI, healthcare, yeah. automotive. But I mean, we're four of the top five health insurance companies, mm -hmm. four of the top five social brands. If you think of the largest social brands, we are in four out of the top five of those, right? So, and uh, we have to be very selective with the information that we share because our clients are very private. Hence, I'm not name dropping. It would be great Absolutely. to be able to do like a big logo slide and show you the <laughs> companies that we work with, but you can just kind of use your imagination. Yeah, fair enough, fair enough. That makes sense. And, you know, so talking about, you know, you're in with some of the largest, you know, social brands, like you said, you know, very large industries. Do you think it's that support, and I think you said design, build, run, that really differentiates um, Concentrics from its competition? Well, I'd say, so there's a lot of companies out there that will probably say they're great at building optimal solutions. We're great at taking the data and have it drive the insights, and then we're going to put together this great plan for you. Mm -hmm. So I think it's table stakes for companies that do what we do to help discover the needs, solving the problems, to find the KPIs, determine the right solutions. But I think what really separates us, there's one, well, there's a couple of things. One, we actually live and breathe it because we manage hundreds of thousands of agents. Mm -hmm. So not only are we a company saying, hey, we're going to help you develop and run and plan and implement and do managed services around installing your Avaya platform or installing your Amazon Connect platform or working with your Salesforce and Adobe plans and stitching everything together and making it useful. Mm -hmm. The thing is, is like we're actually doing that with our own agents. So we really are drinking our own champagne. And I think it gives us a, a very big leg up on the competition because it's not just learning about it, taking it, reselling it, implementing it, and then managing it. Like we are truly living and breathing it on a regular basis. And as we improve our own company and our own operation, making our own selves more efficient, we're able to translate that into our clients. And why do you think that's so important? We think it's important because it's not just us telling you to do something. We're doing it. So we are truly walking the walk and talking the talk, right? We're not just saying implement that cloud company and then do this and then stitch the data together from here and and then do that. And it's going to work like this and it's going to be great. It's we're actually doing it. Like we're living and breathing on a regular basis as we are developing improvements to our own internal processes. We are relaying that to our clients and we're helping them discover what they may not have discovered before or what another company might not learn because they're not living and breathing it every day mm -hmm. all in the world right so and then there's all, also other companies are, and there's nothing wrong with them that are just based say in north america so if that's the case they're probably not going to have the insight on data rules in germany right or know how a contact center will work spread across multiple geographic areas so I'm trying to make it sound like really exciting. It is actually super cool. But, <laughs> you know, th in theory, contact center, it's like, well, 
oh, how exciting can it be? I think it's exciting though. Uh, so in addition to all that other stuff, we also developed a proprietary lift and shift software. It's called AnyPass. And traditionally, when you are migrating a contact center, say from on-prem to cloud, it's a very painful, lengthy process. It takes tons of hours and a lot of resources, both in manpower and, and financial. And you have to replicate the call flows, the IVRs, the the rules, the data processing. Uh, there's just so many things that you have to replicate when you move. And it's typically referred to as a forklift upgrade, right? Or a forklift migration. And it could take many, many months, sometimes years. We have developed a proprietary software that will. we took two years to do it. And again, we developed it for our own internal use at first. But we're starting to roll it out. We have some early testers doing it where we can replicate your entire contact center, say moving it from Twilio to Amazon Connect as the first example in minutes. Wow. So it is pretty freaking cool. Like it's revolutionary actually. And we even have some people that I know that compete with us that are thinking of white labeling it because it's that cool and it can help them, right? Because if you can get someone migrated and that clocks the clock starts ticking on the new contact center platform then the revenue starts to come in and it makes their lives easier so it's cool that we came up with that that's fantastic that's so interesting and it sounds like like you said it is revolutionary and there's not you know a lot of other companies out there that have those capabilities yeah exactly and we want to make it easier for because the biggest headache for migrating is all of that legwork, all the migration, the replicating of how do you want this call to flow? How do you want this IVR to work? And so if you can take that, if you can make that pain less, mm -hmm. make it a little less painful, it really makes for a better customer experience as they moved through migrating to the cloud. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's really interesting. And, you know, Rachel, to pick your brain a little bit, talking about common misconceptions, I imagine there's got to be a, like a lot of misinformation out there. You know, for example, you know, thinking that it would have to take years for this migration when, you know, Concentrix is developing that platform to, to make it way faster. You know, that aside, are there a lot of common misconceptions that you hear, you know, in the industry um, or just kind of buzz around from clients? Well, I, I don't know about common misconceptions, I guess, per se. But I think that there, there's a couple of things that are happening right now. I think in the state of the industry, there are a, there's a lot of talk around Gen AI and ChatGPT and what does it mean to your company and what does it mean? So I think if I can dispel maybe a, a miss, I guess a, a kind of something that I'm hearing out on the streets, right, is everyone is, uh, Gen AI is really, a lot of things are happening. And the thing is, is that if if your company does not have a approach or a strategy around what the end goal looks like, it doesn't matter the tools that you're going to put into place, whether it's Gen AI, ChatGPT, pick a new technology that hit the market over the past couple of years, right? If you are struggling with migrating to the cloud and getting basic things running well, like your call flows running well, your chat, customer callback. What is a customer experience like? What's the agent experience like? I think there are a lot of companies out there that ChatGPT and Gen AI, it sounds so cool, but they're struggling with just getting regular, everyday things that need to be running well, running well, mm -hmm. right? And so I think there is some misperception of 
Gen AI is going to revolutionize and change the world and my agent count's going to drop and oh my goodness. But the thing is, is I think that's a, a misconception because unless the company has a Gen AI strategy in place and how the end game looks like and then how they're going to work backwards mm -hmm. in that goal using new technology, I think that's something that's probably a, a misconception on the market. Yeah, no, I think that's really interesting. And I, I think I'm I'm glad that you kind of touched on, you know, generative AI and talking about chat GPT. I think it is the buzz right now. And I think a lot of people are, there's kind of two different schools of thought of what I'm hearing, like people who are weary about it and people who are excited about it. But kind of like you said, it's all about how you leverage it to use technology to make, you know, the company the most efficient as it as it can be. Yeah. And we can help with that, right? So we can help with the strategy. We can help with that end goal looks like. And then we get back into it with various tools, whether it's AI, whether it's something that we custom build for you. So there's a lot of things that that we can help with there just to help define and see what's happening in the company today that you can optimize. Yeah. Yeah. No, I think that's fantastic. Well, Rachel, this has been a great conversation. As we start to wrap up, is there anything that you want to leave our listeners with, you know, either about concentrics, um, you know, about the industry, anything you want to leave our listeners with? I think the one thing that I'll say is be careful what you wish for with all the Gen AI stuff, right? So it's pretty cool stuff. Like it's cool technology. I was playing around with it today. It literally saved me an hour or two to write out a presentation outline. So it's super cool. However, we I think there's a little bit of a concern slash let's make sure we don't lean too heavily on it, right? Because just like navigation made me dumb. I used to have the best sense of direction. Like literally my friends used to call me Roadmap Rachel when I was little because if anyone needed to know where to go, they would ask me, right? Yeah. Me down in the middle of nowhere and I had a great sense of direction. As technology brought MapQuest, I'm that old, okay? I'm dating myself. So I used to print out MapQuest directions and then navigation on your phone and your car. Like it made me dumb. It made me dumber. I did not have a great sense of direction. I relied so heavily and I rely currently so heavily on Google Maps and this and that, right? So I think that's one of the concerns for leveraging Gen AI with agents in the contact center. If you readily access so many things for the agents sure it's great for them to be able to grab things quickly and set and give that information to a customer but then you also want your agents to still be thoughtful and taking the time to research and and being sharp versus you know relying so heavily on stuff like that so that is something that is interesting that was brought up last week in a webinar that i watched but other than that um no, I think we're, we're in a great place. Concentrix is an amazing company to work for. I'm, I've only been here since March and it's been fantastic. And, and I love the industry that we're in. I love that. That's fantastic. Well, Rachel, this has been a great conversation. I appreciate you breaking down, you know, everything Concentrix does, kind of the new platform that you guys have developed, you know, the, the revolutionary technology. I think that's amazing. And I appreciate you sharing that on Business Ninjas today. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Yeah, great to have you. Hey, are you a business ninja? Want to be interviewed like this? Give us a shout. Go to www.writeforme.io, W-R-I-T-E-F-O-R-M-E.io, and schedule a time to meet with us, and we'll make it happen. Keep slaying it, y'all.